again. So the beginning of the beginning of our show is gone. Nobody will Aww. ever hear it again, right? <laughs> Which is probably we'll do for what? The best. It's probably for the best. Nobody will ever hear it again. Okay, Friday the thirteenth. Can you even pronounce this? You know what? If if you have a fear of Friday the thirteenth, you have P A R A S K A V E D E K A T R I P H O B I A. Para or whatever the hell it is. Phobia is the last part of it. Whatever. Common superstition is that having 13 people at a table is bad luck. The superstition of Friday the 13th comes from the Last Supper, which had 13 attendees, according to History.com. The next day on Good Friday, Jesus was crucified. Mark Twain was allegedly invited to a dinner party as the 13th guest. The story says he went despite a friend's warning. Twain reportedly said it was bad luck. They only had food for 12. Uh, there are some buildings that don't have a 13th floor. You know about that, right? I do. Uh, Buck- They're mostly in Vegas. Buckingham Palace was bombed in 1940. The rapper and actor Tupac Shakur died in 1996. The Costa Rica Concordia sank into the ocean, killing 32 people in, tw- in 2012, all on Friday the 13th. Uh, there's a bunch of them here. Let's see if I got more. Nope, that's it. That's all my Friday the 13th stuff. Is that bizarre or what? And do you believe in that, though? Do you believe that, that it's, it's, it's bad luck today? No, Friday the 13th typically have been really great days for me. Well, hey, you know, it's one of those things where... Especially when it's a full moon. Woohoo! Oh, no. <laughs> Is today a full moon? Where are we at with that? Do you know? We already had the full moon. So we are waxing or waning right now? I don't know. Wax on, <laughs> wax off. Wax on, <laughs> wax off. <laughs> you know, I've never seen that movie. That doesn't surprise me. What movies? Because you're a rom-com girl. Uh, you keep saying that, and it's not. I mean, I mean. Because the movies that you actually do see are rom-coms. Yeah, like uh, Under Siege, one of my favorite movies, uh, you know, that has the Battleship Missouri in it and has our own very own Don Marsh, the, the local TV guy in the movie. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, well, he's not, he's not, he's, you don't see him in the movie, but at the very beginning of the movie, this is Under Siege, this is a Steven Seagal movie, and it's probably, to me, some of Steven Seagal's movies are sort of cheesy. This one was probably, I think this was his most successful one, too, um, and it starts out where the, 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 uh, the, the premise of the movie is they are retiring the battleship Missouri, okay, and this is sort of interesting because this is about us. And they're retiring the battleship Missouri, and it's on its last voyage before it goes into mothballs. And uh, at the beginning of the movie, they show a ceremony where they're doing all this stuff in the Missouri and the whole bit. And Don Marsh, the guy who used to be on Channel 2 forever and then was on uh, KWMU for a number of years until he said, <laughs> Karen Faust, what was the quote? Wow, you look great today. And, yeah, you and, look great today, got, which is so ridiculous. he got in trouble. I mean, not that she doesn't look great because she totally does. Well, But the fact that he, two dear old friends that yes. have grown up in the industry. <laughs> exactly. That hadn't seen each other for a while. So... Yeah, a young a young producer for KMU went and reported him to HR, and they called him into the office to dress him down about. You can't say Karen Foss looks great today, and he said, "I quit," and walked out and left. Anyway, at the beginning of the movie, he does a like a voiceover narration, like he would if he were a news guy. 
he talks about, you know, the Battleship Missouri, you know, and, and he does this whole thing. And it's him. And when I saw the movie the first time, I thought to myself, that's Don Marsh. And one time... Did you really think that? Oh, I recognized his voice right away. And one time when he was doing way back when, when he was when he was on KWMU and he had a call-in show, I called in. And I said, hey, Don, I loved you in Under Siege. And he cut me off. Did he really? Yeah, cut me off. Yeah, because he didn't want to talk about that. You know, because of course that's KWMU. You can't talk about things like that. You have to talk in a voice like this. If you're on NPR, you can't sound excited. You always sound like, oh, yes, yes. Coming up, we're going to talk to Shelly about what she thinks about dogs and how dogs are important in the workplace and how there should be more dogs in the workplace. That's all right here on NPR, National Public Radio. <laughs> Is he still with them? No, remember he quit. He walked out. You know, that was that was his last. Oh, that was the day. Yeah, that, that was, was it. The Karen Foss incident. Yes. No, the next day they called him in because oh, okay. he had Karen Foss in as a guest, and as she came into the studio, he said, "And I think Karen Foss was with her husband. I think that was what made it even more interesting that her husband came with him with her." And he says, "Wow, you look great." You know, I mean, like, and keep in mind. They're both getting up there in years, you know? So, in other words, it's a, I mean, like, how they many? They hadn't seen each other in a while. Exactly. I mean, how and many? They, and they grew up in the industry. Right. They were competitors because he was on, yes. he was on Channel 5. She was on Channel 2. Or no, he, she yes. was on Channel 5. He no, was on Channel 2. No, she was 5. Two. He was 2. Yeah, right, right. Okay. So, so one of the, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've read the whole story. One of the young producers thought, oh, my God, that's terrible. He called. She, he said she looked great. So she went to HR and filed a complaint against him. So they called him in the next day before his show and said, Don, uh, we have a problem. We have to talk to you about this. There's been a complaint filed against you that you called Karen. You made a, a, a sexist comment about one of your guests. And, well, who are you talking about? Well, you said that Karen Foss looks great. And he just went like, that's the sexist comment. I quit and just walked out. I mean, it just literally turned He's around. probably thinking, you haven't heard sexist comments. Well, but but once again. They were going on before you were born. I'm, yeah, but, but once again, talking about like, you know, and, and see, it sort of dovetails into the situation where, here, I found the story here. Here we go. Uh, no, I, I had it. I thought it had it. Where'd it go? Uh, this is the Ohio governor, okay? And and once again, it's like, okay, this guy's the expert on this. Uh, da, 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 da. No, where did it go? I had it here just a minute ago where it talked about that. that oh, yeah, here it is right here. Okay. Uh, this is the Ohio governor, and he said so far they've had uh, how many cases? They've had five confirmed cases in Ohio but the governor says there's 100,000 cases of coronavirus in Ohio. Five confirmed cases, but he says there's 100,000. Okay, now, if you went somewhere and let's say, let's say your boss came in and said, hey, uh, how's, you know, I've been looking at your sales and uh, you, so far this, this month you've only sold $5 worth of advertising. And you look at your boss and say, yeah, but I'm going to sell $100,000 this month. Yeah, but it's the 13th of the month, and you've only sold $5. Oh, but I'm going to sell $100,000 this month. Do you think you'd have that job for long? Well, I've had my job for seven, no, no, seven but, years, so no, but the point yeah, being, probably. It's like, it's like, okay, that's crazy stuff. 
You know, I mean, how? And, and once again, where does he get that number from? He pulls it out of his hat. <laughs> like the little pause uh, there. <laughs> like the little pause there. <laughs> I do. Could you imagine what would have been running through my mind if I was the one that made the comment yeah, and you paused? Would, you wouldn't have said hat. I know that. It's <laughs> it's it's seven oh four. Westplex 107.1, Lewis Capaldi, the remix version of that. And, you know, after you've heard the version we play and then you listen to other radio stations, I know I've actually had a couple people tell me, wow, I heard that version on your song, your station, and it was much better than the version on the other stations. I go, thank you very much. Well, it helps that you sit there and you screen every single song that, you're, the, you're that, talking, that gets played. You're talking into your Nord again. I said, you know... Can't you just like underplay that and then I'll figure it out and you just let me go? And 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 people say I make fun of you. <laughs> you do make fun of me, but I a lot of it is, is pretty of, warranted. Never make fun of you. Okay. Here's 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 the new me, okay? Okay. I am tired of the goofy, weird stuff that's going on in our nation right now okay okay and the people that we look to i think are almost all of them messed up you know because they want us to think that we need them to tell us what to do okay and they've told us that we can't go to concerts and they told us we can't go to basketball games and we can't go to hockey games we can't gather in more than a group of a thousand and I say, you know what? We need to change that. And we need to essentially band together and move forward as a group. And I am going to start a group. Matter of fact, I've already started it. And I'm going to unveil it officially on Monday. And it's going to be a group that I'm going to start. And it's going to be me. And for the time being, I may be the only member. <laughs> but it's going to be a group where we are going to grow businesses and we're going to grow small businesses. We don't care about Wally World and we don't care about, you know, Ikea and places like that. You know, they're fine. Wonderful. Great. You know, do we shop there? Yeah. I, sometimes I've gone to Ikea and eaten the noodles. You ever had the noodles at Ikea before? Read the noodles? No. Eat the noodles. You know, they have a little cafeteria in Ikea. Do you know that? No, I've eaten the, the meatballs. Oh, meatballs are no good. The noodles are where it's at. Anyway. Uh, we're going to start. By the time I go around that whole thing that they have set up, that's like in a circular pattern. Right. By the time I get to the bottom, I'm too tired to eat. <laughs> I just want to leave. So I am going to once again, and we're going to focus this group initially on the Westplex because we are Westplex 1071, and we are yes. going to try to grow businesses, small businesses. Once again, you know, your big business, that's fine. Don't call us. If you're a politician, eh, great. Don't, we don't want to really bother with you. We don't really want to hear from you because it's going to be the small businesses that are going to band together and me kicking this off and essentially doing business maybe just amongst us to begin with. 
Okay, and now not to be Mr. Hypocrite and not to essentially, you know, to the point where I had sort of a funky day yesterday for a number of different reasons. Uh, but what I did was I came out of St. Charles, uh, had some stuff I had to do uh, in the uh, late afternoon, early evening in St. Charles. And I came out of St. Charles County, went on Highway 40, and I got off in the valley. And I thought to myself, you know what? Here's all this bad stuff that's happened today. You know, they cl- shut down Major League Baseball and they closed the concerts and they you know, closed the NBA and you can't do this and you can't do that. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm just not going to go back to my place to cocoon. I am going to go into a restaurant and I am going to spend money with a locally owned and operated restaurant. And you're going to shake their hands, hug the waitress. <laughs> so I didn't do that. But so I went to Cyberg's down in the valley. You know, locally owned restaurant. I love Cyberg's down in the valley. New place. I love Cyberg's, period. They moved down the street, and I got there, I don't know, can't remember what time it was. Maybe it was like 6 o'clock, 6.30, something like that. And it's twice as big as their other location, which was right down the street. They moved a little bit west or north, whichever direction that is right there. I guess it would be west. And uh, they're in twice as big location, okay? I walked in the door, and there's a wait line. And I thought to myself... Yes, this is great. And the lady says to me, hey, uh, you know, uh, they, they do the deal where they take your cell phone number. Now, if you ever this where at some of the places they take your cell phone number and then they, they text you when your table's ready. And No, uh, they've oh, yeah. usually just given me that beeper thing. Well, this is sort of the new thing. Uh, I've seen okay. a couple places to do this where they take your, your, your phone number and then they t- and it texts you, your table's ready. You know, that kind of stuff. So. She said to me, she's very nice, came up to me, and she says, she says uh, um, you know, I said table for one. And I said, she says, well, have you looked in the bar? I go, yeah, you know, all the high tops are filled, and there's only a couple spots at the bar. You know, I'll wait for a table. And she says, okay, well, she says, let me walk around the restaurant and see if I can find you a place. And so she came back, she says, well, there's really only a couple places at the bar. And I just go, yeah, that's fine, I'll wait. You know, I'm thinking to myself, yes, this is good. I'm in a building where there are local folks spending local money who don't give a rip about the fact that the government said, oh, my God, you got to go home and take a shower and alcohol and, and wrap yourself in cellophane and go to bed and not talk to anybody and stay six feet away from people. And I went to that place, and I had a great burger, and the fries were, were you know well done. They were great. And I had a nice Diet Pepsi, and life was good. And I just was stayed there for like about an hour after I ate and just, you know, looked at my phone, looked around. People were at the bar. They were watching, you know, stuff on TV. You know, they were talking. They were laughing. They were having fun. And I thought to myself, this is what we need to do. We don't need to, you know, have all these, oh, oh, my God, it's terrible. We're all going to die. Like this goofy thing in Ohio where they've got 32 cases uh, 32, or what did I say, 29 confirmed cases, and the governor says there's 100,000? I'm like, come on. And that's what I'm going to do. Now, I've already got the name for it, and I think I've told you about it. I've actually got a website up for it right now. It's not 100% done, but as of Monday, we will officially launch it, and I will be the, and once again, it just may be me, but the whole idea is that us as individuals, and especially as small businesses, because the small businesses of America run this country. If, you know, they talk about the GM plant in Wentzville, hey, nice, we love it. But you know what? If all the, the small businesses in St. Charles County all of a sudden just shut down tomorrow, 
things would be hell. You know, it would be terrible. Indeed, they would. It would they, be. It would the, be the whole. It would be terrible. The whole landscape would change in the county. Right. Right. Because the majority of jobs that are being created, you know, because what do you see every time you read the newspaper or you read like online or something like that? What do you see? You see reports about so and so is is you know some big corporation is cutting back. You know, they're we're cutting cutting the number. I mean, just like in our industry, iHeart thing came out, we talked about this last week, that Bob Pittman, who's the head of iHeart, who runs all these radio stations around the country, they're going to renegotiate all their leases, and they're going to uh, make small little studios. You're going to sit in a studio with a laptop, and instead of all the equipment around you, you're going to sit in a studio, and instead of having, you know, uh, you know, uh, five local DJs, you're going to have one guy, you're going to have Bobby Bones, who's going to be from Nashville, or you're going to have whoever, and he's going to be on, you know, 400 different radio stations, and and, you know, you're not going to hire any local people anymore. Uh-uh. We, we want to do just the opposite. We want to have local people. We want to, you know, promote local businesses. We want you to do business with the guy down the street. We want you to do business with Caleb Hunter uh, at Extreme Electrical. We want you to do business with uh, the Allen's family, uh, you know, Allen's Tree Service. We want you to do business with, you know, some of the small local banks. Don, uh, Don at uh, People Savings Bank. You know, don't go to Bank of America. Don't go to Chase. Go to the small local banks. We want you to go to Steph. We want you to go to Cybergs. We want that's where we want you to go. And screw the rest of these, you know, people. Oh my God, we have to stay at home. We have to, you know, quarantine ourselves, have to self-quarantine ourselves. Because my industry, the media industry, this industry has created this whole stupid thing. And yes, is there a virus running around? Yes, there is. But guess what? everybody's got stuff like that, you know? I mean, you know, I mean, how many people so far this year, I read the other day, like there were 17,000 people so far this year have just died from the regular flu. 3,000 people every day die from smoky-related illnesses. You know, I mean, how many people yesterday, you know, in the United States alone were killed in car accidents? How many people, you know, were in, you know, were killed at work yesterday? I mean, you know, when you look at the statistics for a national, you know, big country like us, 300 plus million, Although, hold it now, that's not right because 150 million people got killed by guns. That's what Joe Biden said. And then the other 150,000 people, 150 million people died by uh, coronavirus. So it's just me and Shelly left, right? So maybe there's nobody I can get going on this, right? No, there's going to be quite a bunch of people. And, and Brad, just so you know, I am going on your new platform. Yeah. I mean? just wanted to say that. Oh, okay. You say it's going to be completely you. It's not. It's well, going to be us. Well, but and a lot more people. But see, that get it. What bothers me is I learned something very, very, very important um, years ago, and I told you the story. A car dealer taught me, and now you can't say this anymore uh, because now it takes on a different connotation. But he taught me the Me Too principle. Now, I'm not talking about the sexual harassment thing that, you know, everybody's got the Me Too hashtag, but a car dealer, I want to say, I don't know, maybe back in the late 80s, he said to me one time, he said, find out who the most influential uh, 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 person is in, in an industry. And he gave this example. He said, find out who the biggest car dealer in St. Louis is. And if you have a product to sell, our service to sell don't go to him first go to his smaller competitor and go across the street to the smaller car dealership and say hey look what i can do for you 
and give it to them for free if you have to. Just give them the service or the product for free. And then, then go across the street to the big car dealer and go, hey, I'm Brad. And you know what? We got this new product, new service we're offering. And you know what? The guy across the street's already doing it. And the big guy's going to go, guy across the street's doing it? Even though he's the little guy. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing business with him for a couple of months now. Come in and talk to me. We're going to do business. Because everybody wants to jump on board. Everybody wants to do what everybody else is doing. You know, and and now it's to the point where, you know, uh, all the big and, and to the point where what did I get yesterday? I probably got 20 stupid emails from all these companies that I normally get like deals with. I, I got the the deal, you know, the thing from from O'Reilly Auto Parts, from the CEO of O'Reilly Auto Parts, an email, a personal email to Brad from whatever his name is, talking about how they've made changes at O'Reilly Auto Parts and they're cleaning the counters and they're dis infecting the door handles. I'm going like, give me a break. I got the same stupid email from McDonald's. You know, the CEO of McDonald's telling me how we have the tightest cleaning regulations in the industry and stuff like that. It's like, okay, enough. Enough! They're all jumping on the stupid Me Too bandwagon, but the negative Me Too bandwagon. They're like, oh, we're going to take care of you. Don't worry. And you know what? We just got to sort of shake it off to the point where we just got to essentially say, you know what? We're not going to worry about it. We're going to walk into places and we're going to say, hey, you know what? There's a guy over there. You know, you know, I'm going to go over and talk to the guy, you know, and to the point where not necessarily just all going to this this crazy, weird. Oh, we've got. Oh, it's terrible. Things are terrible because that. And once again, I go back to the 9-11 thing. You know, the people in England, when they had their attack the next day, they're back at work. You know, now the interesting thing is that I think there's going to be a negative aspect of this is that all these schools that are closing down, all the universities, and they're going to everything going to do online. You know what's going to happen with them? They're probably going to stay online. No, people are going to find out, like, hey, why should we send our kids to school every day? They can do it at home. You know, why, you know, and what do we need that school bus for? And what do we need that expensive school building for? Why can't they just all do this? And why can't we just do this all the time? The university is the same thing. Why do we have to have these fancy buildings and these fancy campuses? You know, and once again, I get it. You know, you go back 100, 200 years, that's what you did. You showed up to a place of learning because there was no internet. There was no mass communication like we have today. It was like, how did you learn? You had to go and sit in a room where the guy who knew more than you did, you know, would tell you things. It's just like, it's just like <laughs> you know who Gary V is. Gary, I do. Gary Vaynerchuk is this interesting guy who a uh, uh, whole long story, but he, he speaks my language. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he does. About every third word is your language, but it's funny. If if you if there's a there's a whole reel of these things where he gets interviewed on peep on TV and he gets interviewed on podcasts and like you know and people would go like like well how do you know about this how do you how do you how do you find out all this thing how do you learn how do you grow your business how do you do this and he always says well it's this really sophisticated thing that i have and i'll give you the it's it, i'll give you the initials of it it's g you know and people are like writing this down o and he says it real slowly o g l e and the people go like google yeah that's where it's at it's google everything's on google everything's on the internet you know everything is on google 
And, and, and the crazy thing is, like, you and I have this discussion all the time. I know you're pro-library. I'm going, like, they just built a new library in Union, you know, on 47. And they're getting a drive-through. Um, and, and, you know, I'm going, like, okay, libraries have outlived their usefulness. We don't need them anymore. I disagree with I that. Don't, they don't need them. Why do you need them? Everything's, I, I do. Every, I disagree with that. If you have a, if they you need have, the moment. They need a, a place to no, no. go and a place of refuge. No, no, no. Why, Absolutely. Why? No, no, no. Everything. But but why should, why as taxpayers, why should we pay for that? Why should we pay for that library? Because of the fact that everything on the internet's free. Google's free. Yeah, but it's not necessarily accurate. <sighs> well, who, and you're saying the books in the library are accurate? Um, you saying that- well, I will say that I know that a lot has changed since the seventies, but I've got the entire, uh, encyclopedia <laughs> set, you know, the brown and cream ones Yes, yes. Uh, from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, yes. Yes. We had encyclopedia Britannica at my house, you know, and my dad bought that for us and, 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 and did it, did I use it? Yeah. From time to time, but for the most part, but now anything I want to find out about, like, you know, it's bang, it's right there. We've had a change in culture, and once again, it's to the point where we resort back to the same weird, goofy stuff about, you know, I was reading a comment that there's all these people talking about, oh, you know, uh, this is the worst epidemic we've had so far, what, in the United States, 39 people have died? I mean, like, you know, once again, that's like the entire country. So, Monday, I'll officially roll it out. And we'll go from there. And like I said, good. It, it good. Made, we'll both roll it out. How's that? Even though I've already shown it to a couple people, and you included, I'm going like, I don't know. This is sort of a stupid idea. That's Bradley Hildebrand. I have never said that. Those yeah. words have never come out of my mouth. So take it back. No, because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it that way. Ugh. Whatever. And I've shown Why? it to because other people. Because it's the stupidest idea. Yeah, people thought it was a stupid idea. I don't agree with that. Okay. I think it's a very good idea. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do over the weekend, okay? Oh, I'm, yes, please do tell. I'm not going to cocoon myself. I'm going to go out, and I'm probably going to go out and, you know, and of course, <laughs> you're talking to a guy that <laughs> I eat out every meal because, and you know the story, I have no kitchen. <laughs> Well, you do, but it's... <laughs> well, it's not a kitchen. It's, it's dated. Well, no, it's got tools in it. It's nothing but... Well, it's it's a tool-dated kitchen. <laughs> it has nothing but tools in it. It's, it's the uh, so, kitchen of a bachelor, so how's that? I eat out every single meal. I never... I You know, matter of fact, I used to have a pizza oven. I used to get my... I have to get my pizza oven back. I got it at the other place. I have to bring my pizza. So you can have nice, warm, and fresh... <laughs> Pizza? Frozen pizzas, yes. I used to cook my frozen pizzas. So anyway, that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, once again, how do you get things rolling? You know, it's like the old thing. If you go to any of the Chamber of Commerce meetings, they'll tell you. You spend a dollar with a local business person, and that dollar circulates throughout the community. You spend a dollar at Wally World, and it goes to Arkansas. And it goes to Stan Kroenke. Uh, and it goes to help him build a new stadium in Los Angeles for the Rams, who he took away from us. So don't spend your dollars at Wally World. Spend them at the local people. Go to Jaling Hardware. 
uh, instead of the big box places. Go to Stefanina's. Go to go to uh, Cybergs. Go to the, uh, some of the little places on North Main Street in St. Charles. Um, you know, and, and it's to the point where where I was going to say go on Highway K, but eh, there aren't too many. <laughs> there are a few locally owned and operated places on Highway K, but they're mostly franchises. That's where you should be spending That's your money. Not- but see, the thing is, is even though it's a franchise, these are independent operators. These are local business. Some are, some aren't. There's a lot that of just choose well, to. No, I, I hear what uh, you're saying, but this offer a, a, a franchise. But so I think they get you know a bad rap. Well, but the problem with it is that a lot of that money does not go locally in the, because of the fact that, it first off, they're paying a franchise fee. If the, you're a McDonald's franchisee, you're sending your money to, uh, where is it, Oak Brook, Illinois, or whatever it is. Uh, and also, most of the food that they sell is from McDonald's commissary. So, in other words, it's like, it's you know, and, 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 and once again, it's not locally sourced. They aren't, they're not buying, you know, uh, you know, local stuff, whereas uh, Stefanina's and people like that, they're buying, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, for, for example, one of the uh, distributors in the St. Louis area, Kuna Meats, we've talked with them before. Um, they're very much into uh, local restaurants I mean, and, and to the point where that's what they do. They, they, they support local restaurants because local restaurants support them. But when you go into a franchise, that stuff's not local. You know, I get what you're saying, that there's a local franchisee, but a small percentage of that money you spend with them stays local, most most of it. I mean, it, I get it. It goes in salaries and things like that. But, for example, you know, like most of the, even if they're a franchisee McDonald's, they don't own the building. Guess who owns the building? McDonald's owns the building. They lease the building. So money's going to Oak Brook, Illinois. Well, all I know, that, like, for example, Greg Markle with the Glass Guru, yeah? he invested in a franchise, but yet he is a local small business owner that happens to own a franchise that is in depth in the community right. and just an all-around good guy. He should not be overlooked just because he's a franchise. But you're missing the point. I was talking about on Highway K. I'm there's talk- a lot of there's a lot of local businesses on Highway K. No, no, but the, uh, Shelley, you know, once again, they're mostly franchises. Mostly franchises. Again, I stand. I on get, my point, I get what you're saying. That just because they've bought into a franchise does not mean that they are a local business. They are locally owned. But they are your your neighbors, your I, friends. I understand your, your I, community. I, underst- I understand what you're saying, and I say go any place and spend your money. Don't sit at home and and you know and and you know go. Oh my God, things are terrible. Just get out. You know. Chances are you're going to survive. Chances are you're not going to get any virus. Chances are, you know, I, you know, here's the crazy thing. You know, God, I've talked too long on this. Um, I had a situation years ago with a local, we'll call it a county that I was having an issue with. And uh, it was a situation, well, I'll tell them about it. It's like our transmitter site, our crap transmitter site. And these guys were saying, well, you know, you, 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 you know, it might flood and we're not going to give you a permit because we don't, you know, we're there. And I, and I said to him, I said to one of the guys, I said, how'd you get here tonight? He looks at me and he says, what do you mean how'd you get here? I said, how'd you get here? He says, I drove. I go, give me your car keys. And he goes, why would you do that? I go, hey, odds are you're going to have an accident on the way home. So I'm preventing you from having that accident on the way home. I don't want you to get hurt in an accident. Give me your car keys right now, so that way you won't you know, be run the chance of having an accident on the way home. Well, that's different. No, it's not. It's all odds. 
And the chances of, of you or me having a car accident today are like, what, probably one in, you know, 100,000, 200,000, stuff like that. But by the same token, do we sit at home and say... Thanks for putting that out. Well, no, 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 but think about it. Do you think at home, when, when you drive, get in your car and you drive somewhere, do you think to myself, you think to yourself, oh my God, I hope I make it because I might have an accident between here and there. No, you just No, do it. normally I say, oh my gosh, I hope I make it because I'm out of gas. <laughs> Yeah, your low fuel lights on. <laughs> huh? Your low fuel lights on. Can I make it without yeah, having to so stop for gas? Yeah, so is my engine light. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, we'll move on. Seven thirty-three. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Oh, oh, oh. Seven forty. I like that song. Good morning to you. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelley. She is Brad. Our website is BS in the morning dot show. Uh, website for the radio station is coronavirus twenty twenty dot com. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, isn't that our website? No. <laughs> oh, you're so full of it sometimes, Brad. I, I swear you are. I was just reading something. Can we quit talking about the coronavirus today? Okay, I was just reading one thing online that one of the basketball games, one of the college basketball games they were playing, they canceled it at halftime. Okay, I'm going like, okay, is this ridiculous or what? You know, everybody's already there. They've already watched half the game. Just play the stupid game. You know what I mean? If you've been exposed, you've already been exposed, right? I mean, am I just weird about that or what? I think so. I don't think that there's like an incubation period. (laughs) Why would you cancel the game at halftime? You know, they've already played half the game. Just play the stupid game. And they go, okay, fine. That was the last game to ever be played. God. Am I getting too weird about this? Um, you're getting a little bit uh, no. over-exaggerated, no. maybe, possibly, well, like, just a tad. Like the governor of Ohio, who's, there's been 29, or not even that, what did I say, 19 confirmed cases, but he says there's 100,000 You know, 000 of them. he made a mistake. He probably didn't know what the actual numbers were, and he was going by, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. He was thinking that he wants to create panic because that's what governments want, because that way you'll, that way you'll reelect him. Oh, he did so well during the coronavirus scandal, right? No? Whatever? Well, you know, there's probably a lot of people that believe that. Believe what? That they're doing it just because they want to get reelected? No, that, that they keep on going back to the coronavirus, 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 to either... You know, make it more of an issue that it is, or trying to be the best and most uh, spoken person about this whole pandemic that, um, yeah, so they can sit there and say, he did such a good job, he or she did such a good job during this outbreak. I fi- mm-hmm. I, I, there's There's a lot of entrepreneurs that I follow, and a lot of them have said, how do you become successful? You find a problem and you solve it. And, and sometimes we don't know we have a problem. Sometimes the entrepreneurs, uh, the people who make money with you know, products and things like that, they find a, a problem that, or maybe they don't find a problem, but they create in people's minds that there is a problem and therefore you need it. Think about all the advertising. Like, you know, for example, like, you know, do you have bad breath? You know, I mean, and people, oh, my God, you know, that might be me. You may not have bad breath, but yet you're going to still use that mouthwash and you're going to use those mints, you know, even though your breath might be just just fine, you know, but yet you're putting that second thought into people's minds. And Yeah, that's... but sometimes people need to do take a mint. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what? I'm not. I'm not kidding. Well, no, no. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's to the point where if, if, like, for example, if if you only got five thousand miles out of the, your tires, and somebody came along and said, "Hey, you only, you know, you're only at five thousand miles to, you know, your tires are bald. I've got tires that'll last forty thousand miles, and they're only twenty percent more than those tires that last five thousand miles." People go like, "Man, I'm buying those forty thousand mile tires." Don't you think? And that's what happened through the years, product improvement. I mean, I got a set of tires in one of my vehicles that's got 85,000 miles on it, you know, and they're still not down to the wear bars. Okay, you go back 50, 60 years, that would be unheard of. Nobody would have a set of tires that you get 80,000 miles out of. But yet, what happened? The tire companies figured out how to make the tires last longer and longer and longer and longer and longer. And now, to a certain extent, there's some except shoot- for those little bitty, little bitty baby tires that is your spare that's <laughs> underneath in what your that, truck. That's a different story. They're only supposed to go five thousand miles. I don't even think they go that. I think they're less than that. You know, and you're not supposed to drive over fifty miles an hour with them. Yeah, and that's why I'm always afraid of Shelly because Shelly's got four of those in her car. She's got those space saver spares. She in does her car, not and stop she's it. Driving down a highway to hundred, going like. Hey, look at me. It says I do not go 100 because yeah, okay. my car is an older car and yeah. I wouldn't want to mess it up. Parts would be flying but off. But you're of it. doing a relation <laughs> between the speed that you drive and the speed that I drive. Once again, me, speed I'm, limit. Once again, you minimum speed limit. You are not doing the speed limit because remember I told the story about where I'm going west on 364 and you blow by me. I'm doing five over the limit. I'm doing 65 and you blow by me and I text you, hey, slow down. You know? Texting while driving, tisk tisk tisk. <laughs> it's like it's like Bill, the person who shall remain don't nameless. Don't you read? Don't you read the billboard? Not oh the, yeah, not yeah. the billboards, yeah. but the MoDOT boards. Yeah. Texting and driving. Put your phone down. You know, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm just just going to tempt fate. I'm going to drive my car, and I'm going to drive 10 miles over the speed limit. I'm going to take my seatbelt off. I'm going to I'm going to uh, not use uh, sanitizer on my hands today uh, while I drive my car, and I'm going to drive over to Sauge, and I'm going to open up the windows, and I'm going to breathe in all that air from the chemical plants over there, and I'm going to be here. You're on, so ridiculous. And I'm going to be here on Monday morning. I'm still going to be here on Monday morning. You watch, you know. And then I'm and then I'm going to go I'm going to go hang out at at uh, you know I'm going down to the uni- you know I'm going to go to Columbia and I'll go to one of the universities that's now closed and I'll see if I can find some students that you know is Mizzou closed? Oh, they've closed everything. I mean, you know. I'm sorry. Yeah, everything shut down. All you know, once again, it's to the point where it's like, what do you need buildings and professors for? You know, they're going, oh, we can do it everything online. Okay, fine. So let's just keep it that way. You know, who needs who needs you know like the school districts? Who needs the buildings? Right. You know, when you send okay, the kids. Okay, Now you're getting now you're. No, no. But, no. But think about it for a minute. You know, I mean, if 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 you didn't build all these these, you know, high schools and things like that, everybody, the, the school districts could just pay for everybody to have Internet, you know. No, yeah. because the kids need interaction no. and the parents need a break. No, no, they don't need interaction because that way they'll spread diseases. Well, we can't sit there and be, you know, John Travolta, the boy in the bubble. <laughs> I remember I brought that up yesterday, bubble boy. I know you did. <laughs> I bet you I bet you any money that movie, if it's like on demand, if it's on Netflix or something like that, I bet you any money that movie is is like is spiked in the last couple of days as far as viewers. People, oh, I'm going to watch Bubble Boy movie, but I, I'm going to learn how to live in a bubble. Okay, whatever. <laughs> 
You're such a man child. Have you seen? So you've seen that movie. I saw parts of it. I, I'm once again. I mean, you know. I mean, the other day, someone said to me, you know, well, like the third season of 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 um, what was it of The Sopranos? I go, I've never seen The Sopranos. What? You've never seen The Sopranos? No, never saw any of The Sopranos episodes. You know, well, that was when you know Paulie. I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've, I don't even know who these people are. I know who Tony Soprano is and his wife, and that was pretty much it. You know, and there was one guy that that I do know because I think he. He's, he's an interesting uh, looking character actor, you know, and I can't remember his in in uh, in uh, the Sopranos. He was Phil. Um, was it Leo Tardo? Leo Tard? You know, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, Leo. Yeah. Leo Tardo. Yeah. And and uh, you know who I'm talking about? It's this it's this guy. If if there was ever a guy who looks like a mafia boss, you know, and he's an actor, his name is Vincent something or other, and it's him. He's been in a bunch of those gangster kind of movies. I think it was a movie called Chicago or something like that. Uh, anyway, but I've never seen, you know, I, I know him because of the fact that, that, that uh, I thought he was an interesting actor, and I know he was in that, in The Soprano, but I've never seen any of The Soprano episodes. What Do, was the man's name again? His, his, in, in, the, in the, the series, he plays, and it's sort of funny because the running joke is, and this is how I found out about this, his name in the series is Phil Leotardo. L-E-O-T-A-R-D-O. And he claims in the series, because there's if you, you can find this online, there's a clip, that he claims that how did he get the name Leotardo? Well, his family name was really Leonardo, but when he came, when, there, when his grandfather or whatever came through Ellis Island, somebody decided to play a joke on him. You know, somebody wanted Oh, yeah, to, Frank Vincent. Yes, yes, Frank Vincent. You know what I'm talking about? You, you got a picture, I do. You got a picture of him? I do. Uh, does he look like the the stereotypical mafia guy? You know what I'm saying? He does. <laughs> He's but like, so does um, Steve Buscemi. Well, but 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 Steve Buscemi is just sort of like an interesting looking character. But but you know he really is. Right. But he looks like what's he his is name's very again? Guido. What's his name? What's his what's his Vince? What's his name? Frank Vincent? Is that what is it said? I'm sorry. What's his name? Leotardo's name. You just said it. Oh, Frank Vincent. Frank Vincent. Okay. Okay. You know, anyway, but the only reason I knew he was in that was because of the fact that that I've seen him in, you know, in other things. And I thought to myself, man, and, you know, people get typecast. You know, it's just like you talking about they Steve, Steve Buscemi. He's always played some like weird, you know, you know, weird killer kind of guy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, so is Joe Pantaleone. Well, there's a bunch of them like that. Anyway, how, yeah. how we get talking about that? We're way behind. We got to play some commercials. That's it, your fault. <laughs> It's 7.50.